Soon I'll call this meeting of the subcommittee of the American Rescue Plan Act uh, subcommittee of the Finance Committee to order and the purpose today uh, with members present and staff is to consideration of S-956, the Savannah River Settlement Appropriations, and we're delighted to have with us also attending today the Senator from Orangeburg, Senator Hutto, and the Senator from Aiken. Senator Young, delighted to have both of y'all uh, with us as well, and I'm sure we have um, from that standpoint. So, um, uh, I'm gonna ask staff to kind of go over um, a recommendation and some thoughts, and then we can have some, some discussion after that. So, Mr. Shealy. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, while the first handout is uh, being distributed, wanted to bring to the committee's attention, you met last week on S-952. You may remember me mentioning Section 15, which dealt with um, uh, not distributing money. Uh, uh, let me just read it. Unless otherwise required by federal law regulation order, none of the funds authorized in this act may be expended to the receiving entity or dispersed by the receiving entity or any recipient or subrecipient that requires its employees, contractors, subcontractors, or agents to wear a face covering or receive the COVID-19 vaccine as a condition of employment. After we had adopted that last week, the federal Supreme Court has ruled uh, the uh, OSHA regulation as being unconstitutional. So therefore, this section is no longer needed. And um, if it is so the will of the committee we will consider that a technical adjust adjustment since that is a moot point now. Stricken from, that would be stricken from that. So just wanted to go ahead and get that taken care of. Uh, so thank you. Mr. Chairman. Mr. Shealy. The first handout that is before you is a uh, proposal that comes uh, reviewed by Chairman Peeler and also by President Alexander with the concept of the $525 million for the Savannah River Settlement, that is a remainder after attorney's fees of the $600 million, that that be split among three different primary functions with 65% going to the primary counties, a total of $341.25 million. The primary counties are Aiken, Barnwell, and Allendale counties. You received testimony last year defining the Savannah River systems, the footprint of it, and those three counties have at least a portion of SRS within the confines of those counties. A second category what that would be called perimeter counties for a total of 10% of the 525 million, so $52.5 million, those perimeter counties are the counties that then touch in, in some physical manner by way of land the three counties that are the direct primary counties. Those counties are Bamberg, Colleton, Edgefield, Hampton, Lexington, Orangeburg, and Saluda. And then of the remaining 25% of the 525 million, a total of $131,250,000 would be sent to the CTC programs statewide. So those are the three primary categories. If you look at the second bottom part 
of the first handout, you ask yourself the question, what is the best way to distribute to the perimeter counties? The information that I have on the left side of the panel towards the bottom are the number of SRS employees that are from the state of South Carolina. These figures are published by the U.S. Department of Energy. Uh, the state total, this was the third quarter of last year, 7,213. This includes both direct federal employees and contract employees that have clearance to be on the site. And you'll see there the relevant percentages. Over three quarters of the employment comes from Aiken County, as you can well see, and then different parts of the, of the state we cover uh, the three counties that are the primary counties in the remaining counties, and then what we would call an other category. So you can see almost all the employment is accounted for with the primary and then the perimeter counties. So that if you take this as a proxy for economic activity then, and then apply to the perimeter counties, you take your 52 million and you apportion it by those uh, perimeter counties so that Bamberg County would be 12% at a total of $6.3 million. Colleton is at 3% for a total of 1.4 million. Edgefield is at 41% for a total of $21.6 million. Hampton at 6% is 3.1 million. Lexington at 23% is 11.9 million. Orangeburg at 12% is 6.1 million, and then Saluda County at 4% is 1.9 million. Those all add up to the 52 million. So that is a proxy for the economic activity. Over on the right side of the panel, I've displayed here the members in the Senate of each delegation for both the primary and the perimeter counties. The red signifies those are the primary counties. So if anyone asked, and if now we can hand out the second, the second handout is a distribution related to the CTC programs. In the discussion with the chairman and the president, uh, the, su the suggestion is made that the distribution go to 43 of the 46 counties with the primary counties of Aiken, Barnwell, and Allendale not receiving a distribution in this uh, CTC scenario, but every other county receiving the total of the $131.25 million. And that's using under the, the existing formula that from that correct. standpoint. It's that a three-factor formula. formula. Okay. Yes, sir. So, Mr. Chairman, those are the, those are the general proposals that we have, um, it would be um, contemplated that we would have a little bit more work to do because I believe that the committee is going to want to name some specific project activities. There are a number of activities, but um, and I know that um, Senator Young and Senator Hutto have had a lot of discussion in their respective areas, but I have not been privy to much discussion like for Edgefield or Lexington County. So, and I, I think, too, that of, of those criteria for the funding at the county level, certainly we'd be looking at hard capital items. That could be water and sewer. 
as well as other things, economic development and job creation, as, as, as we heard before the subcommittee back when they made their presentations, that that was the criteria and the rationale behind the lawsuit itself and for educational facilities because obviously they've been proven uh, workforce skills, but uh, things to uh, avoidances would be uh, repaying of existing debt or repayment of pension obligations because of, uh, of again, for this is about um, uh, the future from that standpoint and hard capital, economic development, education facilities from that standpoint. Senator from Clarendon. <coughs> Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Just one or two questions. Yes, so, sir. Absolutely. Mike, did you say that the um, the money that goes to the – oh, I see it now. So that money goes to CTC programs? Okay. Now, the other question I have, and I'm not against it. I just want to be clear on it in case I get asked. So the um, perimeter counties, uh, they share 10 percent of the money, also get a portion of the – I think it said the 43 out of 46 counties – so let me make it clear. I'm not. I'm not against that, but but why is it, why is that the fact that they would get uh, one pot and then they would also have access to? I just anticipate that question. I want to just be able to give a response, but I'm not against it at all. Just for example, um, just for example, Edgefield, if I if got this line, would get twenty one thousand. I'm twenty one million dollars, and then they would qualify for like another one point six million. So what, what's the rationale behind that? I think it was just a scenario that was developed. If it's up to, it would be up to the committee to make a decision, Mr. Chairman. Yeah, as I, to whether or not they'd be included. Yeah, I think that it was focusing on really because of the other three primary counties getting 65. It wasn't so much of the surrounding counties. It was really that the three main counties uh, impacted are getting 65 percent, being the fact that you're only. Uh, recognizing 10% and that felt like that should not preclude them from being able to do other road projects uh, that the CTC would have access to from that standpoint. That's a great question, but I, I think that was the, the thought behind that. Yes, sir. Other questions? Senator from Greenville. Mr. Chairman, um, what, is, what is the split among the three primaries on that $341 million? Did I miss that? I have not described that yet. Okay. I think what we were wanting to do today is adopt the parameters from that standpoint. And I think that's that's the the primary counties. I think we're going to have to ask uh, uh, with the with the subcommittee's permission. I'd like to ask that the senator from Aiken and the senator from Orangeburg provide the the uh, subcommittee with the list of that kind of gets into the to the projects and things that would have to be. Approved from that standpoint of the primary counties. Keep in mind, uh, economic activity is certainly uh, in Aiken with the number of uh, of um, employees that they have there, uh, and to the plutonium is stored in Barnwell County. So I think that has to be taken into account too because of the activity uh, that has not been able to occur in Barnwell. County as a result of that plutonium being there and stuff, and but again, any of that would be done in consultation uh, and agreed to by other senators and involved in that area. Senator from Lexington, Senator from Edgefield, and, uh, and Senator Matthews from that standpoint. Yeah. 
So, and, and then I think, too, that also that same um, scenario would go uh, with the permission of the, uh, uh, the subcommittee to the perimeter counties is to have the assigned senators provide subcommittee with project lists from, from those areas there, too, like in Bamberg, obviously, that's the senator, Margeburg, Senator Hutto, and then uh, from, from, from Collington would be uh, Senator Hutto and Senator Campson, and Matthews, and Stevens must be consulted and agreed to, and uh, certainly the same would go for Edgefield and then Hampton. Those senators would uh, be consulted and agreed to, and Lexington, Senator Sutzler, uh, Senator Cromer, Senator Massey, Senator Shealy, Senator Harpulian uh, would be involved. And then again back to uh, Orangeburg would be Senator Hutto and Senator Stevens consulted and agreed. And Sal Saluda would be uh, Senator Massey along with consultation and agreement from Senator Sutzler from, and Senator Garrett because those in those communities are truly going to be the ones. And I'm sure they've, I think, uh, as we heard from the list from the subcommittee that they've obviously been working with their various parties in those communities already. So this is not something that's new to them. They've they've been doing a lot of due diligence and work. And again, I commend um, the senator from Aiken, Senator Margeberg, and the other senator, senator from Lexington, and others that have been engaged in, in those areas from that standpoint. Let's see if there's any any other questions. If if not, then I would entertain a motion for a favorable as presented. As presented. Okay. And got a second from Senator from Lexington. Is there discussion on on that motion? Hearing none, we'll take it to a vote. All in favor, please say aye. Aye. Any opposed? Uh, it's unanimous by this subcommittee. Uh, so. Those senators that I outlined earlier in those areas got some work to do uh, in bringing those back sooner rather than later. I'd like to have those, at all possible, at least the great framework of that by uh, by next week, obviously, before we before we uh, uh, go to the full committee. So, um, so, Mr. Chairman, again, could Mike state what that money, we're recommending that money be used for in the perimeter counties, please? And all, well, it's not just the perimeter, it's all, all counties. Okay. Yeah. Mr. Chairman, the, the criteria, the recommendation is for uh, items to be hard capital items, to be related in some form to economic development or job creation, and that includes uh, educational facilities, particularly as it relates to workforce skills. There are two areas that uh, would the preference would be not to have submissions is on the repayment of existing debt or the repayment of pension obligations. The reason being that the concept is to spur economic development in the future, in the future, rather than pay for things in the past. Correct. Or pension obligation. Or obligation. Yeah. But education facilities, economic development, job creation, and hard capital items, and that could include water and sewer, from that standpoint, and. We've adopted that motion. Is there any further discussion? Any other thing to come before the subcommittee? If not, we will um, stand adjourned at the subject. If, if without opposition to the call of the chair, any, any opposition to that? Hearing none, then that's so ordered.
We stand adjourned.